wrapping up hour number one here on Herd Out Sports Radio. I'm Ravi Lula. Andrew Rogers here with me. What's up, man? We are live on AM 590 ESPN Omaha, ESPN Tri-Cities, and we are knee-deep sifting through the portal looking for a quarterback for Nebraska, and there are a lot to choose from. Some super high-profile guys hopped in the portal yesterday. Uh, one of my favorite guys hopped in a few days ago. That's Grayson McCall. I mean, technically speaking, we're still three days away from anyone officially hopping in, but these are the ones right. who have declared. Uh, a big-name one yesterday transferring for the second time, DJ Uyunglele. He is leaving. Uy what? Uyunglele. Oh, I didn't know if you were saying Uy Pui. No, which is that's Indiana IUPUI. University, Purdue University, Indiana. Every time I hear Say it again. I'm not going to say Uyunglele. it. Uyunglele. Where is the N? For yeah, one? it's, uh, um, it's kind of like Tonga Vailoa. Like, there's no N in there, but that you kind of like. Fair, fair. Yeah. yeah, the the thing I think about with his last name. Yeah. <laughs> and this is so dumb. Do you remember the the World Cup in South Africa? Yeah. And whenever it would go to commercial break, <laughs> it would be, we wumba way. Yeah, it was the Shakira song. <laughs> yeah. It was the Shakira song. That's what I think of every yeah. time I hear DJU's last name. Uh, so he's back in the portal for the second time. Um, he is a super interesting uh, – he's a super interesting guy because he's got all the talent in the world. He had some ups and downs at Clemson, but he was actually, actually pretty good this last year at Oregon State. Um, was better than you remember at Clemson as well. He was kind of the scapegoat for them dropping to an atrocious 11-3 and uh, last year. And then it's like, oh, they get Cade Klubnik. And it's like, oh, maybe it wasn't a DJ Uyunglele problem. Um, and so he's in the portal now. Another one, probably the biggest one in the portal. Um, I don't think we, we mentioned uh, Riley Leonard yesterday. He appears to be headed to Notre Dame. Um, but Dante Moore, mm -hmm. a guy that if you're not paying real close attention to Pac-12 football, you may not have heard of, but he was the number two overall prospect in last year's class, a five-star quarterback out of Detroit. He played in 10 games this year um, in part-time duty and kind of had an up-and-down season, was originally committed to Oregon out of high school, um, but as we mentioned, from Detroit, so he, you know, you have to look out at Jonathan Smith at Michigan State. You have to look out at Michigan, obviously. And then pretty much every other blue blood in the country is going to be after mm -hmm. him. So I don't, that's probably going to be one of your seven-figure quarterbacks. I don't think Nebraska is going to be in on Dante Moore. Um, Wouldn't I hate it. I would not <laughs> hate it. Although got a lot of eligibility left. I will say he is immensely talented probably less of a sure thing than some of these other guys. I would agree with that, too, because of his youth. Because of his but youth, and there were some – I mean, he did throw nine interceptions this year and, compared and to that, 11 touchdowns, but super talented, right? Mm -hmm. Obviously, you would take a guy – a chance on a guy like this if he wanted to come there. Like, if he's like, I'm all in on Nebraska, like, let's go, you'd be like, yeah, sure, let's do this. Let's I'd pay the money and say, yeah, hey, absolutely. Come on over. Let's let, but – Because I, those numbers will go down. Yeah. The, the, the game experience the he The interception numbers will go down. But, like, compared to a guy like Riley Leonard or Will Howard where you've got multiple years sure of thing. starting where you're like, hey, I can feel pretty confident 
that this is a guy that I can feel good about. Dante Moore is probably more of one of those guys that Rule was talking about where he say, hey, it's that second year after the transfer that these guys really pop. It's not a lot of times it's that first year where you're like, oh, man, this guy's setting the world on fire. It's the Bo Nix and Michael Penixes of the world where you're looking at and saying, hey, this dude is really, really something here. Now, obviously, you have exceptions like Caleb Williams last year winning the Heisman in his first year at USC. But Dante Moore has that type of ability, uh, a Michael Penix or a Bo Nix, and, and maybe even physically a little bit more talented than those guys. But he is a little bit more of a gamble than some of these guys like Will Howard or Riley Leonard where you look at and say, hey, I have a pretty good idea what I'm going to get from this guy. Now, with Dante Moore, it's interesting because, yes, the Oregon connection is big. Uh, because but he decommitted for over. a reason. Yes. Um, I don't know if the reason is as simple as – hey, UCLA was going to offer me, like, more, more money. Yeah, sure, um, and it could be. It, it could be as simple as, you know, Bo Nix was going to get the job, and they UCLA said I could play right away. Sure, um, absolutely. But it also could be, you know, with his connection to Michigan, he may just want to go home. And, you yeah. know, when you go to school across the country, which I did not do, right? Uh, I can't, I, but I can imagine what it's like living out of my home state and the desire to, you don't have to, to imagine it, to home, <laughs> right? Yeah. Um, there, that's a real thing. Yeah. And, and that affects real people. It affected Jordy Ball. Jordy Ball Absolutely. was num- the number was. one pitcher in college softball, arguably the best player in college softball yeah. and decided you know what, instead of winning national championships consecutively, I want to go home, not only because I want to maybe do something special in my in my home state, but be closer to her family. Yeah, just and, family. And she is, her values are, are so high um, in terms of familial values. Yeah. So Dante Moore, without knowing any of his personality, that could be a huge draw too, and that's why Michigan State could be a perfect spot because, you yeah. know, you have a new head coach. He's looking for a quarterback. They just had two enter the portal. But you also have the big school there yeah, in Michigan. Michigan. And J.J. McCarthy's going to be moving on. You're watching a team that's probably going to compete for the national championship this season. For the third year in a row. Dante Moore, if he wants to compete. Could start right away. And start, and, and yeah. start right away. That's a spot for you. Yeah. UCLA is not going to compete for a national title next year. They might, they might not compete for a national title in his uh, eligibility window at UCLA. Now, could they if he became the next big thing, a superstar? Sure. He could be like Michael Penix and get Washington sure. in the running. But here's the other thing about Washington that we sort of forget. They were in the college football playoff mm-hmm. not that long. I mean, the college football playoffs only existed for 10 years, so of course it wasn't that long ago if they've been in the college football playoff. UCLA has never been that school. Like, you can even look at Michigan State. Michigan State was in the college football playoff. Like, those two schools do have a history of being successful at that level, and UCLA just does it, right? Even without a Michael Penix, even uh, after the Mike D'Antonio era at, uh, at, at Michigan State, this is, a, this is a totally different situation where there is proof of concept there for those schools to go and compete for a national title, even if it's not going to Michigan. So uh, as I look up and down the list, because I, I, I'm trying to go through our comment section, which we appreciate, Travis Squared and TK always chiming in, uh, but Travis Squared doing most of the work on the back end here in terms <laughs> of current NIL money for DJU, which is 625 k uh, The reason I think it's that low is because he was – 
tailing off at Clemson. So when he went to Oregon State, he wasn't as hot like, of a commodity yeah. desired. Yeah. Now he's getting to a point right. where he is, so that NIL dollar will go up. And especially for Dante Moore, he'll get paid as well. But in terms of realistic options for Nebraska, because you can you can dream, mm-hmm. right? Which oddly enough, Dante Moore went to Martin Luther King High School. Uh, <laughs> you can dream for those like those five stars, those four stars, those that have a lot of eligibility left, those that would be a hey win now approach guys. But that's not look the percentage of Nebraska securing one of them is low. Yeah, absolutely. So if there is somebody in the portal, you mentioned Grayson McCall. Yeah. Who you think is a realistic option. If it's not Grayson McCall and it's somebody else in the portal, mm-hmm. who is it for you that's like, okay, he's deserving of the, the seven-figure mark, but he's also somebody that fits because that's sure. what Nebraska is all about. They're about fit right now because there's going to be more that come in. Mm-hmm. There's going to be more that commit. Yeah. But right now, as of today, if this was the spread you're choosing from, mm-hmm. who's the realistic option for you? So we're taking, like, Will Howard out of the equation? I would take Will Howard out of the equation because from what I've seen and what I've heard, he's going to end up at a program that's in a, a better state Win right now, now type of situation. than Nebraska. Fair. Um, I actually don't I actually don't know how unrealistic DJU is because he unless he wants to stay on the West Coast and be, you know, he's he's a West Coast guy originally, I believe. Um I might just be assuming that because of his last name, but I, I believe he actually is from the West Coast <laughs> or Hawaii. Um but he is unless he is is intent on staying on the West Coast, I do think a guy like that who does technically have two years of eligibility left, I believe is a somewhat realistic option on the high end. But a a guy that I look at as more realistic, somebody in Nebraska's range, um, is, you know, I I look at a guy like MJ Morris. He's a guy that had a Nebraska offer. That's a transfer from from NC State. Mm -hmm. He's a guy that had a Nebraska offer coming out of high school in 2022, hasn't played a ton uh, in his time at, at NC State, but he's a guy that kind of fits that Matt Rule profile of multiple years, still can develop. Obviously, there was some level of interest in Nebraska on the front end of his recruitment. Um, that's a guy where I look at and it's like, hey, he's probably he's probably not a seven-figure guy. You probably don't have to break the bank for him, but there is still a talent level there that I think you have a chance uh, to develop him into the type of quarterback you want to have without kind of necessarily playing that portal game that Rule seems to be a little hesitant to, to get involved with. All I know here, Robbie, is there's a lot of four stars available and there aren't that many schools out there that are in need of starting quarterbacks to the amount of four stars you see in the portal right now. Which MJ Morris was a four star coming out of high school, according to our 24-7 And you know, that's not to say that one of these guys won't join somebody else at a university that already has a starting quarterback and compete for a job. Yeah, absolutely. But more times than not, when you go to the portal, you want to (laughs) start wherever you go next. Coming up next, we've got Mark Weiser. He's going to preview Georgia for us in that SEC championship game here on Herd Sports Radio.